Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for this morning. So today we're reading in Matthew chapter 24, verse 45 through 51, the end of the chapter here. Remember, this chapter has been all about the return of the Son of Man. It's been about maybe the destruction of the temple. It's about end things for sure, one way or the other. So this chapter ends with these words. Who then is the faithful and wise servant whom the master has put in charge of the servants of his household to give them their food at the proper time? It will be good for that servant whose master finds him doing so when he returns. Truly, I tell you, he will, be put, he will put him in charge of all his possessions. But suppose the servant is wicked and says to himself, my master is staying away a long time. And he then begins to beat his fellow servants and eat and drink with drunkards. The master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him. And at an hour he is not aware of, he will cut him to pieces and assign him a place with the hypocrites where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Yeah, so we've been talking a lot about this kind of understanding of when the Son of Man comes, that it will be this kind of sudden thing that maybe people don't expect. And so the last time we met together, we talked about living in the ordinary, just doing ordinary things for the glory of God every day. And this, once again, is kind of a reiteration of that. It's interesting how teachers sometimes will say things, the same thing in different ways, maybe because a different illustration will help someone else hear it. And here Jesus talks a little more about what the servant should be doing when the master returns. And obviously this seems like Jesus is talking about his return and the servant being then his disciples. And he says uh, they've been put in charge to give food at the proper time. So, so this little section seems to me to be pointing more at how do we care for one another? I had a friend who wanted to get me a t-shirt that he wasn't sure if I'd be offended of as a pastor. I actually thought it was kind of funny. But it just simply said this, Jesus is coming. Look busy. And the idea was, you know, the boss is coming. Look busy. And that look busy is kind of like you're not really doing the boss's work. You just have to act like it, right? Um, and so... I think sometimes we think about this in the, when we think about the second coming. Oh, we better look busy. But here's the thing. What we really should be doing or what Jesus really wants for us and what this scripture seems to say is we should be loving others as Christ has loved us all the time. So how are we treating one another, our fellow servants? How are we, as those who are waiting on Christ's return, treating one another? This world is a crazy place sometimes right now. And I would have to say that sometimes we don't treat each other very well. Um, we, we assume things. We put people in categories. 
part of this whole social media thing, which I'm thankful because we get to do video podcasts and things like that and put them out to the entire world if the entire world wants to watch it. Um, it's great, but it also pushes us further apart because it's just known that if you like something on social media, any of the platforms, that the social media platform algorithm will then push you to the things you like. So you're hanging out with people who like exactly what you like. And then there's this whole other group of people who disagree with you and they're seeing all the things that agree with their stance on the issue. And so we just keep getting pushed further and further apart. And it's not very conducive to treating one another with dignity and respect and let alone caring for one another or taking care of one another's needs. Uh, and Jesus says that what his disciples should be doing when the master returns is they should be caring for one another loving one another and Jesus in his teaching will even say loving even your enemies but that's what it looks like to be one who is actively living for the kingdom of God and, and so the whole idea is while we're on this earth and while we have this time we are to be ushering in the kingdom of God that then will reach its fulfillment at Christ's return so we're already preparing for the main show it's like the opening act for the finale. We should be living in ways that reflect God's love, God's care, God's forgiveness, God's mercy, God's patience to us. And we should be sharing that with the people around us. But what he finds when he comes back are these people who think, well, the master's not going to be back, so I can just do whatever I want. I can treat people however I want. He's staying away a long time. And so this person begins to beat the fellow servants and just to go live for pleasure, eat and drink with drunkards, it says. And then it says the master will come back on a day that servant does not expect. And he will cut him into pieces, which I don't, we don't have time to go into all of that. I don't know what it means other than be destroyed. That whole system will be cut down system of pleasure and the system of living for myself like it will all be destroyed and then this idea of weeping and gnashing of teeth we see that all throughout scripture i just see it as deep regret it's like if you lived your whole life for something and then you realize that what you were living for wasn't worth it let's say somebody who chases money and power their whole life and they get you know to their deathbed and they've got all this stuff, but they never had a fulfilling life, even with the stuff. Like to me, that's where weeping and gnashing of teeth, it's that gut punch feeling. It's that, man, I completely missed it. And at that point, it kind of seems like they've missed it and there's no coming back. That's why there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. And so what is our call then as those who follow Jesus is to treat each other as Christ has treated us. It's the other John 3.16. It, first John 3.16, I might like as much as the original John 3.16, if not more. This is how we know what love is. Christ laid down his life for us. And we ought to also lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. 
And this little parable Jesus tells says that when the master comes back, he wants to find his servants taking care of one another's needs, not abusing each other and living for their own pleasure. So we have a choice on this beginning of the week. We can either live for ourselves or we can seek the good of others. As the scriptures say, even above ourselves. And that's the kind of life that the master wants to find when he returns. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning. And I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.